welcome to the 15th edition of a Yeah Guys podcast. I am your host, Aram, and I am joined with my two co-hosts again, Parker and Tony. Uh, and we're going to go over some action uh, that's going to uh, occur over the weekend here. It's going to probably come up pretty coming up uh, with Thursday Night Football. But uh, we have uh, the eighth week of uh, the NFL and the ninth week of college football. We have some giggles in the background. It's going to be a spectacular <laughs> episode. Nice. Um, and we're going to start... We're going to start in the college football realm. Uh, we're going to start with uh, the, the Michigan um, battle, if you want to call it. Uh, we have uh, six-ranked Michigan uh, Wolverines going into Michigan State. Uh, and if you could guess, it's going to be played in Michigan. Um, and Michigan State <laughs> is 7-0. and um, And, yeah, Tony, this is probably uh, one of the best matchups uh, coming up all year, 7-0 uh, and versus 7-0. and It's going to be kind of a chilly one, uh, 54 degrees. Uh, Halloween weekend. Uh, what do you think is going to happen here? Agreed. And uh, what makes this even more of an interesting uh, matchup is these two teams are in their same in the same division in the Big Ten. They are both in the Big Ten East. So this could uh, also Ohio State is nipping at their heels, but this could very easily be a deciding game for who goes to Indianapolis for the Big Ten championship game. Uh, should be really exciting. I think. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot of running. Uh, we see we have two great quarter uh, two running backs. Excuse me. Uh, you have the legendary Kenneth Walker, who's the transfer, um, and he has just been absolutely insane. And uh, M- Michigan has a has a great rushing attack themselves. It should be really uh, really exciting. I think I I said that this was. Uh, I'll go into my prediction later, but um, I said this was going to be more of a high scoring game. So it should be fun. You can actually predict it now, Tony, if you want to. Okay, perfect. Uh, I was going to say, uh, I actually have Michigan State pulling out the uh, the home, quote-unquote, upset, uh, 31-28. Uh, do you have any thoughts on this one, Parker? Yeah, this one is one of the uh, better uh, matchups in terms of ranking-wise. Uh, you know, six and seven, that's a, a very high matchup. Um, and uh, both of these teams uh, playing very – sorry, six and eight – uh, rather not seven, six and eight. Uh, and like Aram said, game's going to be played in Michigan. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, Michigan is is having a, a very solid season. Uh, they are uh, looking better defensively. Um, you know, both of these teams coming in undefeated. It's definitely going to be a good matchup. Um, but I think Michigan is is on a roll this season. I think that they found something. I think that they're going to get uh, the win. Um, let's see, 27 to 23. Okay. You're taking uh Michigan. Um, yeah, that would, that would certainly be John Harbaugh or sorry, Jim Harbaugh's, um, probably best win, um, as right. coach of Michigan. So, um, you know, there's a lot of pressure, um, behind this game. Um, Michigan state will have their fans obviously, uh, to their backs and, going to be probably the, a really great atmosphere um and actually for that reason i think i'm going to stick with uh michigan state um i'm going to go with them uh for this game and yeah. i'll go for kind of a a similar kind of score i'm going to say 27 21 um, if you want to call it an upset uh maybe but they come up with the win here uh yeah but a good game to start off the Start off the week um, on this one, but uh, now we'll move over to uh, Wisconsin, where uh, they they pulled up the upset uh, last week, and they're looking to kind of maybe pull up another one 
uh, here at home against uh, a really good football team, uh, Iowa. They're they're six and one. You know, Peaches is having a good good year uh, for Iowa uh, so far, and uh, you know, really need to step up here uh, against Wisconsin, who's kind of playing that uh, spoiler role uh, this week. Uh, what do you think is going to happen here? Definitely. Um, I, I think it's it's really two stingy teams. I think they both have really solid defenses, um, at least at, at times. Uh, I think Wisconsin's been exposed a lot, and their offense doesn't really help out their defense. But, um, yeah, I, I think it'll be a tight battle. Uh, anytime you play uh, Wisconsin in the in the, the winter months at Camp Randall Stadium, it's going to be rocking, and it should be a great atmosphere. But I don't think Iowa makes the, the mistake twice. Or like two weeks in a row, so I, I think they rebound. Uh, I think they beat Wisconsin twenty to thirteen. Um, Parker, do you got any thoughts on this one? Close game, yeah. Um, Wisconsin, like you said, they won last week. Um, Iowa coming off a, a big time upset, uh, proving that they could not uh, hang with the big dogs on top. But and I'm I'm gonna agree with you, Tony. I think that they're gonna you know rebound this week, um, and I think that they're gonna win. 27 to ooh, 27 to 20, 21, 27, 21. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. I think Iowa, uh, they're not going to, although both, both defenses are good. Um, I don't think it's going to be a defensive game. I think it's kind of, there, there'll be a lot of points scored. Um, I think from the Iowa side, I think this is going to be a blowout, honestly. Um, I'm going to say 38, 13, Iowa. Um, and oh, you know, okay. they, they go to five, but uh, Iowa, they'll move on to seven and one, um, like I'm predicting, but we'll see. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's, gonna, <laughs> yeah. that's going to move us on to, uh, Baylor 16th ranked Baylor. Uh, they'll be hosting Texas. Um, another opportunity here for an upset, uh, Tony, you think, uh, Texas can, uh, get it done here on the road uh, for an upset. I, I don't think so. Um, just, just from what I've seen from their defense, um, as well as their their struggling offense in the second half, we've kind of mentioned it the last couple episodes, and it's very evident, and it's definitely an Achilles heel for this team. Um, I think Bahanin will uh, have a great game. Uh, I think Bijan Robinson, Parker's guy, will uh, have another really solid performance, but I just don't think Texas will do enough. Um, I think it'll be a close game, but I think Baylor wins this one, thirty to twenty. How about you, Parker? Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm also on the the uh, same track as you. Uh I think uh, Bijan Robinson does have another great day just feeding him the uh, the, the rock all the time and um uh Baylor like uh you said Bo- Bohannon and the rest uh, I think is going to, you know, have a good game at home and uh I think that they win 28-23. So Ooh, another close game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm gonna call this one as a kind of a shootout. Um, I, I think both both teams have really good offenses, but um, you know Texas they, they've had some heartbreakers this year. Definitely, season kind of starts to go downward um, after that uh, Oklahoma game. Um, and I don't think they'll you know flop on the road. Um, I'm about thirty four twenty eight Baylor, um, and that's gonna push Baylor to. To seven and one, so uh, you know, uh, you know Baylor has a chance to become as good as they were when they had Robert Griffin <laughs> third. So um, right. we'll, we'll see if that happens. That's gonna move us on to a fun game. Um, 
we have uh, Florida hosting the first ranked uh, Georgia team. Uh, and honestly, this would be the upset of the year, <laughs> uh, Tony, if uh, Florida can pull this off. But, you know, they, they could play them competitively. Um, but uh, you think Florida has a chance here? Um, I, I think, like, in the first half, I think they'll keep it close. But I think as the game on, it'll kind of be like how Alabama does it, where they kind of just slowly mm-hmm. kind of pull away as the game goes on. Um, I, I mentioned this before the, uh, the episode started, but uh, I think this will be the – most exciting football game held in the Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium is this is held at a neutral site game, which I I, th- I think it's a it's a good idea because it's always fun to do it. But uh, I have Georgia winning uh thirty five to twenty. How about you, Parker? Yeah, I'm um, I'm also on the uh, the same track as you um, in terms of scoring wise. Um, I think it's it's going to be a, a more of a high scoring game, and you know it's it's not that. Georgia, um, you know, is going to, you know, their defense is going to be bad or anything like that. I just think that Florida playing at home, uh, this is the second time that they've faced the number one team at home um, this year. The first time was Alabama, uh, and they almost won that game um, Mm -hmm. earlier in the season. So um, this game, uh, very intriguing. I think Georgia does win uh, 33-25. to Okay. Um, Yeah, this – I'm looking at the percentage uh, predictor, and they're having uh, Georgia eighty percent and oh uh, Florida at twenty. So uh, they're they're kind of uh, predicting a blowout. And uh, yeah. honestly, I, I kind of want to predict the same. Um, Georgia's defense is so good, and I think they even show it on the road as well. So uh, I, I think this has blowout written all over it. I'm going to say thirty-eight sixteen Georgia. Um, yeah, that's that's going to take us uh, into another fun matchup here. Um, Eight. Um, gonna be hosting a tenth ranked Ole Miss. Uh, you know Matt Corral has kind of just been the story for Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin as well. Um, we'll see how they if it goes up for Corral or if it you know stays as it was last. Really need him. Um, Tony, you think uh, uh, Ole Miss has a chance to pull off the road win? It's it's gonna be a tough one. I agree. Uh, and actually, yeah, I do. I think this is the highest that Ole Miss has been ranked since, uh, I think, 2015 um, when they had uh, – oh, what's his face? Uh, Chad Kelly or whatever his name was. He like. <laughs> was interesting. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, Matt Corral, I think, he, I think he's going to do enough uh, for this game. It, it, you mentioned a great quarterback matchup. Uh, Bo Nix, he's uh, – I believe he's a junior now. Yep, and uh, Matt Corral is also an exciting uh, NFL prospect at the quarterbacking position. So uh, it should be a really great one. Uh, it'll be under the lights as well. But uh, I've I've Ole Miss uh, eking out a thirty-five to twenty-eight victory. Wow! How about you, Parker? Yeah, you know I'm actually gonna go against the grain uh, with you on this one. Um, I Ooh. think Auburn is gonna get the home upset over a uh, hobbled not him not himself. Matt Corral, even though he did have a uh, you know pretty solid game last week playing hurt, and um, I think it's gonna it's gonna continue not uh, not not necessarily struggling, but um, I just think that it's gonna hold uh, you know him him back from really being utilized to his uh, full uh, potential, and I think that it's gonna be a thirty-two to twenty-eight upset at home for Auburn. Okay, I mean I I don't want to spoil the. For the as well, um, at home for Auburn, and the reason why I think Auburn 
working their way back into the standings uh, after after they lost that game. The Chargers really badly kind of thought that Auburn um, would kind of just be on the back burner, um, but they kind of mm-hmm. crawled their way back into the rankings, and uh, they have a big game at home, and they have a chance to to pull even further um, up the rankings here, and I think they get it done by a field goal. Uh, I'm going with 37-34 Auburn uh, with the home win and the upset. Um, and that's going to move us on uh, to Tony. Uh, your team is playing a crazy uh, <laughs> uh, Oklahoma – or sorry, Ohio State, sorry, uh, <laughs> hosting Penn State. Um, and these, these games are always going to be interesting. Um, if it was going to be at Ohio State and that, uh, that may – uh, factor here. What do you think? Definitely. I think this will be an exciting game. Uh, apparently, um, actually, Penn State will be playing Illinois this week, um, according to their head coach. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah, this should be really fun. Uh, Ohio State even has a an all-red uniform uh, planned for this game, so it'll be a, a red out on the field, the uh, red pants instead of their normal gray pants, as well as red socks. So it should be interesting. Um, I look okay. forward to it. Um, like Penn State's offense, and I kind of expect them to do a little bit better than last week, considering they only had 10 points uh, at the end of regulation, I believe. Um, but I, I still think Ohio State, just they just have way too many playmakers around the field, and they're just pretty much better at, at every position. So I have 38, uh, or Ohio State winning, excuse me, uh, 38 to 17. In the, well, the lights, uh, Park, you got some. Yeah, I'm on the uh, same track as you, and um, you your blowout is even bigger and uh, than uh, mine is. But oh um, definitely uh, agree with everything that that you said. Um, Ohio State is just one of the better offenses in the in college football. Uh, C.J. Stroud. Uh, you talk about Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Jackson, Jackson, Jackson Smith. And Jiba, I think his name is. And Jigba, yeah. And Jigba's um, Trayvon Williamson, their uh, running back. I mean, just just to name a few guys. So uh, definitely a, a star-studded um, offense that's going to be hard to stop. As Tony mentioned, I think that they win uh, thirty-five to twenty-four on uh, Hollow's Eve. Scare the spookies out of uh, Penn State. <laughs> nice. Yeah, um, I'm with you guys. I think Ohio. Uh, uh, this will be CJ Stroud's probably uh, biggest game uh, here, mm-hmm. and I think he delivered a few weeks. Um, and who 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 would have known his numbers uh, if he would have played all of the second half last week, uh, third and fourth right. quarter? But uh, oh, this game, and we'll see how it uh, uh, how it works out. So I'm taking Ohio State forty two thirty two at home, uh, and that's gonna wow to uh, surprisingly, you know we. Houston to have a six and one record, um, seven and all record. But so here, here we are. Right. Uh, week uh, week nine, uh, they're facing off in Houston. Uh, it's going to be seventy seven degrees there, so not your typical Halloween pre Halloween weather. But uh, uh, Tony, it's going to be a apparently a good matchup. Um, you think SMU can continue winning uh, streak here? I tell you, I think they might. Uh, Houston is on a. As well, just want to shout this out. Houston is on a six-game winning streak. They lost their opening kickoff game to Texas Tech, and they've won six in a row. But, yes, SMU has won all their games this year. 
Um, and they've had major contributions, especially from the quarterbacking position. Uh, their quarterback, Mr. Tanner Mordecai. First of all, love that last name. Uh, 29 touchdown passes on the season in seven games. Pretty insane. That's about a little, bit, a little over four a game on average. So that's pretty incredible stuff. Um, and I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think both these teams are – both these offenses are primed. Uh, actually, the ESPN uh, matchup predictor has 50.1% to SMU and 49.9% to Houston. So mm-hmm. this game is about as even as it can get. Um, I have uh, SMU pulling out the road win 45-38. Uh, to 38. Parker, you got wow. anything on this one? Yeah, this game, uh, like you said, um, actually the the Houston offense is not very good. Uh, they are ranked 127th in total yards compared to SMU being 10th, uh, 99th in passing compared to SMU 16th, uh, rushing yards 174th, which is uh, pretty pretty low. Pretty terrible. Uh, 63 for SMU. Uh, their defense though is uh, far. Muse is uh, Houston um, only allow, allowing 306 yards, uh, which is good for 34th in the country compared to SMU, which is a hundred or 409 yards, which is 178th in the country. So um, definitely uh, a, a tale of, of, of offense and defense um, in this one. Can mm-hmm. SMU's offense overpower the Houston uh, defense? And I think that they are going to be able to do that. Um, I think it's going to be thirty-three to twenty-eight. Like you said, a high-scoring game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. Uh, Houston's first uh, game against a ranked team, um, so you know, on their record, there uh, they'll, they'll be tough. And I just don't think I think they'll put up a in the game. Just going to continue their winning ways. Uh, Forty-two uh, to thirty-nine. Uh, and wow. we are now game to predict of the week. Uh, uh, BYU, um, same record as Virginia, six and two. Home, I find this game where BYU has got to find a way to win. Otherwise, you know they'll get out of the rankings right so right after. Wonder. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think, uh, yeah, and especially this being a home game for BYU, I, I feel like this is almost, in a way, kind of a must win for them to really save their, quote-unquote, save their season just because, I mean, at one point they were ranked 10th and now they're ranked 25th with, uh, what, back-to-back losses, I think. But, um, yeah, it should be – or actually, no, I'm sorry. They they won their last game uh, last week. My, my apologies. But, uh, yeah. That's right. That's right. And last week they barely won. Uh, I don't see BYU uh, losing again at home. I think they just uh, are really stingy defense. I think that Virginia offense is really solid, um, and they're going to definitely keep things close. But uh, I have BYU uh, and their defense coming out on this one, uh, 27-17. You got something, Parker? Yes. In this one, um, I see – the uh, Virginia offense is, is very very solid, um, mm-hmm. and I think that uh, they're gonna they're gonna use that to their uh, their advantage this week, and I think that they're gonna pull off the the road upset um, over BYU. Uh, I think it's gonna be, uh, you know, not not a crazy out of the water game, but I th- I think it'll be twenty eight to twenty five. 
Parker must be reading my notes because I'm I'm taking Virginia as well. Uh, a road upset. I think this is going to be the final nail in BYU's coffin. Um, wow. Like like Parker was talking about, if you look at the stats, Virginia's offense has been killer this year, uh, and uh, BYU they they have not done a good job of stopping opposing um, uh, running backs. And I, I think that's I think that'll come into a big. Uh, a big, big storyline for this game. So I, I think Virginia will get the, the road win and uh, we'll kind of say bye-bye to BYU. Um, <laughs> so, bye-bye to BYU. Bye-bye. Yeah. Um, I like that. Guys, I, I kind of screwed it up in the beginning. We, we didn't do our storylines. We went right to the games. So what we'll do now, it's not going to be what we'll, what we'll uh, do in the future, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll go to the storylines here. Uh, Tony, sorry, to, sorry about that. No, you're good. Um, you, can, you can take it away whenever you'd like. You're, I was just kind of going with the flow, if I'm being honest. I, I kind of liked mm-hmm. it, though. We kind of just jumped in. And I liked yeah, it. I don't even notice. That's I okay. felt super bad while we were predicting. Oh, Really? <laughs> well, we're doing it now, so let's, let's get to yeah. it. All right, so <laughs> some, oh, some big news coming out of the state of Texas. Uh, Texas Tech and their athletic director uh, have fired their head coach, Matt Wells, um, Matt Wells has coached the team for the last two plus seasons since Cliff Cliff Kingsbury left for the NFL. Um, he over those two plus seasons, he's thirteen and seventeen, um, and against the Big Twelve, he is seven and sixteen. So a really great uh, out of the conference record, but in the conference, very struggling. Uh, they are five and three on the season, but um, last week they blew a fourteen-point second half lead to Kansas State. And according to their head or their athletic director Kirby Hokut, he said that it's it's time to be uh, to have a change of of scenery there. So uh, in his place will be uh, the offensive coordinator, Mister Sonny Cumby. Love that name, by the way. Uh, Great name. But uh, he's been, he's like I said, the offensive coordinator, so maybe he'll help out a little bit uh, on the offense. Um, and they're going to need it because uh, their final four games uh, currently are against top 22. Or the, the last four games that they – the last four teams that they play are all in the top 22 rankings. Um, some interesting news also out of Auburn um, – they in uh, on October 22nd they changed their uh, vaccine policy, their university vaccine policy to all employees across the entire school to have to get the uh, vaccination to be fully vaccinated for COVID, um, or they will be they could possibly face termination. And their head coach Brian Harson has yet to disclose whether he has or has not yet. Um, he's not very happy when he talks about it. Um, and it seems he doesn't really want to talk about it too much. He said, I'm aware of the new policy and appreciate you appreciate, appreciate that you have to ask the question. I understand it, but it doesn't change the executive order and all those things that I'm not going to discuss any individual's decision or status on the vaccine, including my own. Um, he also states uh, from the beginning Give me one second. From the beginning, I think I've made it clear that it wasn't something I was going to talk about or discuss and wasn't going to do down the road. I don't feel like right now that's any different. So uh, he has until December 8th, my birthday, uh, to get the fully vaccination or to get the full vaccination or he could risk 
um, termination of his head coaching uh, job. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, hopefully he does that because Auburn looks like they're on a roll right now, and that'd be a shame if he would be uh, stepping down. Uh, and finally, uh, the last headline, uh, we'll go over some of the rankings. Um, the top five all stay the same except Oklahoma and Alabama flip-flop at three and four. Um, Oregon is up three spots to number seven. Um, Kentucky, Wake Forest, and Texas A&M all jump up three spots to 12th, 13th, and 14th, respectively. Oklahoma State drops seven spots from 8th to 15th. Baylor is up four spots to 16th. Pittsburgh goes from uh, 23rd to 17th. (laughs) Wow, a lot of movement. Uh, Yeah, Uh, Penn State drops 13 spots to 20th. Um, with that horrible loss um, and Coastal Carolina with their loss to uh, Appalachian State uh, drops 10 spots to the 24th ranks um, and UTSA with their winning ways um, moves up one spot there eight no obviously the rankings don't really seem too crazy but I think they have a great offense but uh, that should do it for uh, my college football headlines for this week Tony where is UTSA I don't see them on the schedule do they just have a bye this week I believe so. Okay, I was wondering because I didn't see him on the top twenty-five, and I, I thought they may have been booted for some reason, oh, which no, would have no. been sad. Yes, yeah. uh, their next game is uh, November sixth, okay. so that'll be yeah. next weekend. Yep. I kind of just want to track just to see how far they can get. Right. The next next week, they're this on the sixth. They're playing a team that's six and one. After that, they're playing teams that are pretty terrible. So they actually have a chance to run the table. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, no, nothing, uh, no big reactions from myself, from you, Parker. Um, uh, the only uh, big thing is that uh, you know Miami going up against Pitt uh, this weekend mm-hmm. uh, should be a good game. Miami upset NC State last week, so um, uh, looking for another big upset. Uh, I don't think that they're going to be able to do it. Though. I think that they're going to, they're probably going to fall short. What do you think, Tony? Agreed. Uh, I feel like uh, Pittsburgh and the way that Kenny Pickett is looking right now, I think he's just uh, in full control of that offense as well as the rest of their playmakers. And we kind of have seen what they've done on defense. They've really shut down teams uh, offensively with their mm-hmm. defense. So yeah, I I think Pittsburgh wins that game. Yeah, and also. Yeah, a quick note uh, in the Mountain West division. There's an interesting matchup: Fresno State six and two going to San Diego State. So, uh, watch Ooh. out for a potential road upset. But uh, you know, San Diego State, I, I think they'll pull it out. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, any any other interest? Close the door on uh, college football this week. I, got I do not. I do not okay. either. Yeah. Well, uh, hope you guys uh, enjoy the uh, action um, for the pre-Halloween. Uh, college football week, so um, we'll we'll see how it goes, um, and that that's gonna that's gonna close the book uh, on that. Uh, what week is it for college? <laughs> I, I just week nine. Yeah, we week nine. We're almost in double digits. So uh, next right. week we'll be saying week ten, which is kind of crazy to me. But uh, yeah, that's gonna uh, close the door on college football, and that's gonna open the door up for the NFL uh, week eight. We have a, a crazy matchup uh, ahead of us on Thursday night, but. We will stick to the script and how we do things, and we will go to the news <laughs> <and> headline. <laughs> I mean, three possibilities of what's going to happen, and then maybe uh, after the games that we predict, we'll go over some uh, 
uh, power rankings and that kind of stuff. But uh, Parker, uh, take it away with your news. Yeah. So uh, you know, as as you guys probably heard over the uh, over the weekend, over the, the past few days, uh, um, I guess Miami has agreed to a trade with Houston, uh, but the trade won't go through until the NFL decides uh, whether. Watson will be on the exempt list or not. And according to some reports, um, the NFL does not have the necessary information to make the decision, uh, you know, which is it's, it's an ongoing investigation and they don't really know uh, what it is going to be yet. And, you know, that's just with the, uh, the, the trade deadline looming um, only a few days away. So uh, maybe it's like a week away. Or, isn't it week eight? Yeah, I it's think week so. eight. Yeah, so, I think it's week eight too. It's week eight, so that's you know a, a few days. So, um, yes. huge, huge, you know, trade news. If that trade will would you know go through, uh, Watson would be in Miami, and that would make Tua, who just uh, a few hours ago a report came out saying that uh, he got he got asked if he knew when the trade deadline is. He says, "I don't even know when the trade deadline is." So. Just um, you know, showing that uh, the reporters just keep grilling him with the uh, Sean Watson stuff. So uh, that'll take us on to some more uh, pro- uh, probing from the NFL, which uh, they are doing in Washington. And uh, Raiders owner Mark Davis wants a written copy of the findings, and the NFL uh, pl- uh, they they plan not to release any of the information. And uh, coming from Mark Davis's point of view, he's he's probably a little upset because, uh, you know, he was forced to have his, you know, coach get fired, uh, because of, of the, the news in, in the, uh, the emails and, you know, no other team has really gotten, you know, punished or any kind of backlash from the information other than Washington. But, um, I'm sure he wants to see just, uh, you know, what, what was found, uh, which I believe it should be fair to all of the owners to see what one of their other fellow owners, uh, you know, is is doing. But uh, the NFL is, you know, choose not to release that information. Uh, we'll see if that story changes. And uh, a, a a recent trade just a few hours ago, uh, the Saints acquire Mark Ingram uh, from the Texans. Mm. Uh, a, a reunion for Mr. Ingram. Uh, we'll head back to New Orleans. And uh, a, a tweet uh, came out from. Uh, former Saint Brandon Cooks, who uh, you know now for, uh, now teammate Mark Ingram gets traded back to the Saints, and he's still stuck in uh, Houston. And he said, you know, this is BS, uh, WFT or something along those lines. So uh, he's upset um, about that, but uh, we'll see uh, how how Mark Ingram is going to do back in uh, the uh, place where he got drafted and. Another trade uh, this week, the Rams trade Kenny Young to the Broncos. 24 seventh-round pick for a 24 sixth-round pick. Uh, Broncos need some linebacker help, and the Rams trade uh, Kenny Young away, which raised a lot of eyebrows from uh, some, some Rams fans. Uh, he's, he's a, he, he plays a lot from what I understand, uh, and it's just kind of weird to see them trade you know depth this you know, this far into the season and, uh, you know, just kind of give them away for a sixth. They're, they're trading a seventh as well, and it just seems kind of strange that they just deal him away. But um, another trade, as we talked about on the last uh, reaction show, Joe Flacco being traded to the 
uh, Jets from the Eagles, and that will be a sixth-round pick, but it can be a fifth, um, I'm sure, depending on you know how his stats are and how much he plays. Um, some news from the Giants, Evan Ingram getting some uh, trade interest. Uh, you know, with the trade deadline looming, a lot of players on the trade block possibly could get dealt. So um, a lot of trades incoming, uh, maybe. But uh, that'll take us to some injury news in Chicago, uh, which will be some very sad news for some Bears fans. Uh, star pass rusher Khalil Mack is going to be missing some time with a foot injury. Um, he's been playing with it. Uh, injured for some time now, and uh, he is going to be put on the IR. They're deciding whether to put him on the IR, which is obviously a huge blow uh, from the Bears. Um, Aram or Tony, do you have any uh, other news that that you guys found uh, this week from the NFL? Uh, Something quick to add to your injury report. Um, It's actually this Thursday's game. uh, J.J. Watt is ruled out. Yes, I I did see that as well. Yeah, J.J. Watt out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but other than I, think you nailed almost everything. I wanted to talk about the Brandon Cooks thing because it seems like he's he's trapped. But uh... also, one more yeah, thing. Well done. Adams on the COVID list, right? Uh, and he's week, out. He, he 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 possibly is out. Yeah, goodness. And, and Alan Lazard. So Rogers will definitely be yeah short short handed for sure. So mm-hmm. uh, Tony, anything to add? No, you guys said it. Uh, those are some really good uh, injury things at the end there. Yeah, that, those are really big. Sorry, no, I don't have anything to add. Sorry to create it up. Yeah, okay. well, uh, that'll be pretty much um, all the news uh, other than former Patriot uh, Patrick Chung arrested on assault and battery charges uh, this weekend. So that's some, some sad news from a, a, a former Patriot legend um, mm-hmm. the, uh, playing safety. So, mm-hmm. But that will cap off the you know top stories of the week, some you know trade news uh, looming and some other off-the-field issues as well as some trades. So should be a, a, a crazy weekend in terms of uh, trades and, and other you know, findings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, so... Thank you, Parker. We'll get right into the shenanigans Halloween uh, Sunday here. A uh, spooky no, we'll Sunday. Start... Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> going to be a spooky Sunday. And, you know, I, I think uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be spooked out uh, this Thursday. He'll, he'll be without his uh, <laughs> top receiver uh, as, well, as well as his uh, other go-to receiver if Devontae Adams is not there, Alan Lazard. Um, but if, if any quarterback can maybe come up with something <laughs> on Thursday night, it's uh, we got the Cardinals um, hosting the Packers this Thursday uh, tomorrow. Said the uh, JJ Watt, but they do have another great pass rusher on the other side there. So um, Kyler Murray and company uh, hosting the Packers on Thursday night. What do you think? Definitely, uh, you mentioned it really well. We got some uh, some big. Um, guys and big names out of the uh, lineup, unfortunately. But uh, I think it still should be a really entertaining game. Um, I really hope the Cardinals wear their uh, their black. All black. Those yeah. look sick uh, at nighttime. But anyways, uh, because of that, and I actually made this pick before, and I think it'll confirm it, uh, at least for my confidence level. Uh, I have Arizona winning a thriller uh, 33-30. to 30. 
I think Kyler Murray gets it done. How about you, Parker? Wow, that is a, that is a, a good uh, score. I just mm-hmm. wrote down for the Cardinals to get 31. So definitely, Incredible. I I think that the the Cardinals are going to get um, you know a, a very high scoring uh, game with a, a lot of the Packers players out, Devonte Adams, um, and I think both of their starting corners are also out as well. So Damn. that is a it's going to be a tough task to cover all those stars on the Cardinals offensive side of the ball and. You know, like like Tony said, I I think it's going to be a uh, a close game. Um, I think the Cardinals win uh, tw- uh, thirty one to twenty seven. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. I think Arizona is going to come up on top here. Um, I think it's going to be a good game, though. I think Rodgers will will hang in there mm-hmm. uh, and use the weapons that he has uh, with Aaron Jones uh, taking that uh, run game over uh, with AJ Dillon as well, but. Yeah, I'm taking uh, Arizona, though, 38-24. I just think Arizona's roster is a little bit more loaded right now, uh, and they'll get the win. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to go to a game where, you know, it's – I don't believe these two teams played uh, so far this year. Um, the nope. Browns and the Steelers uh, should – these games are always interesting. Um, both teams know each other kind of to the book, and uh, uh, the Browns will be at home for this one, Tony. Uh, four and three. Another must win here. They need to start – winning some games because they started the year off very poor, but uh, they've kind of gotten back on track. But uh, these are always classic games, but, you know, uh, we don't know the the, the status of Baker yet. Um, so I guess that's going to be a big factor into it. But uh, let's say Baker does play. What, what do you think is going to happen? Definitely. I actually uh, made my score based on uh, Case Keenum playing. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but yes, um, this is a very big game. We talked about the Browns kind of the last couple of years. You know, that like last year they did really great. And this was kind of their year to build off of that, and we haven't really seen a whole lot of that. If they lose this week, they're they're five hundred, which I mean that's definitely not where they want to be at four and four at this point of the season. But um, yeah, it should be interesting. I think hopefully for their sake they get Odell and Jarvis Landry a little bit more involved. I don't think that they will, but um, for their sake, I hope that they can. Um, I think Pittsburgh uh, is actually going to get the W here on the uh, road. I think they're going to get a scary good upset, uh, 20 to 17, Pittsburgh. How about you, Parker? Well, yeah, um, <laughs> this game, one of the uh, harder games to decide this week. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely, I, I would say a very evenly based matchup, uh, speaking of who's out and in and this kind of how the season's going. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with you, Tony, a kind of a middle to low scoring game. I think that the – the Steelers are going to eke out a win, uh, twenty-three to twenty, against the Browns on the road. Aram, okay. yeah, I'm actually going to. I'm going to say the Browns win this one, even with Case Keenum. I, I think they play good <laughs> complimentary football. Um, they they have games and they have a good defense. And Big Ben is always always seems to run for his life. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I think the Browns' defense will win this one for them. Um, I'm going to say 24-13 at home. Um, I think the win last week that the Browns had really kind of proved that you know they can they can win without Baker. But um, we're not mm-hmm. talking you know the best teams against the best team. They're kind of pooped the bed this year. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say 24-13 Cleveland. Um, uh, Chicago, where um, these are two. Yeah, Chicago. Uh, two two teams that uh, are 
and we'll be playing some desperate football. Uh, Parker kind of mentioned it. Uh, Khalil Mack will be missing from this one. A uh, big hit for the Bears defense. Um, and honestly, just going to be two teams that are battling it out for, for a win. Um, they both need it. Uh, and Tony, uh, how do you see this one uh, eking out here? Very much so. Yeah, you said it perfectly. Two kind of desperate teams to kind of save their seasons, avoid that that fifth loss on their uh, stat line or on their record line. Um, I liked what uh, I saw last week from Khalil Herbert. I, I feel like they need to keep feeding him the ball. But whenever he gets the ball in his hands, he's able and the and the offensive line actually blocks. Uh, he definitely gets his yards. And uh, I actually am going to pick the Bears this week. I think uh, Fields comes out of his shell a little bit. And he's a little bit more productive. Uh, and I just didn't like what, what I saw last week out of San Francisco. I know it was in the rain, but they just they made a lot of mistakes. Um, so I have Chicago winning 28-20. to 20. I'll let Parker take it away now for his matchup. Yeah. Um, you know, Tony, uh, just just thinking about this one, I'm, I'm also going to go on the, the same uh, road as you. I, I think that Chicago Bears uh, – Seeing what Indianapolis could do against their defense last week, running the ball, um, I mm-hmm. think that they're gonna that they're gonna use that same kind of formula, uh, you know, in a a, a logical you know uh, thinking person yeah. would. <laughs> but you know, this team is also uh, you know being coached by a, a, a kind of a nincompoop. But um, Matt Nagy, Matthew Nagy, is gonna be a gone for this one though. So he uh, he's gonna be on the on the couch watching or wherever he's going to be at. But, uh, yeah, Khalil Mack, I think, is going to be a a, a loss. But um, I also think that the the 49ers are just kind of a strange team this year. Uh, you, you'd kind of expect them to be a little bit better. Uh, some some injuries, mm-hmm. but um, definitely going to be a good one. But I think that the Bears, you know, um, I don't know if Justin Fields necessarily has a blowing game again, but I, I think that just due to the running game, that'll, you know, uh, keep them in the game. And I, I think that some secondary play from Chicago might win this game. So um, 24-20 in a, a close one in Chicago. Oh. Yeah. I think, sorry, guys. I got a direction on this one. Uh, I same score though. I'm saying 24-20 San Francisco. Um I still think that there's a lot to be developed on that team. There's a lot mm-hmm. to be figured out. Um but I there were a lot of plays. It's it's more on San Francisco. There's a lot of plays that were left on the field. You you saw Elijah Mitchell in the first half or even in the first couple of drives, you know, just down. And then he just kind of went away from it. Uh, I know maybe the weather kind of forced them to, but Elijah Mitchell in that system, and I guess any running back in that system, kind of just have good games. And if they have healthy running backs, they can kind of uh, run down the throats of any kind of team. And I think that's a good recipe for success. But, you know, the Niners, they're just so beat up. So I'm not sure if they can uh, hold on to games anymore. But just I, I think on the road against the Bears, they get it done. Um, sorry. 24 <laughs> 20. Um, yeah. Dude, I can't believe test. that you've done this. Yeah, I can't believe it. Uh, a good test for Fields to see how he can bounce back, but uh, uh, I, I, I hope he kind of proves. Uh, we'll see. But uh, yeah, we uh, are going to move on to uh, the, the new. You know, there's a possibility that the the Bengals kind of pull a Bengals and you know, kind of maybe get up. Against the Jets, but I don't know. I don't know about this team. 
uh, Tony. Uh, the Bengals just seem like they're they're a little bit different than previous years, uh, even when they had good teams back then. But uh, this year, they seem like they have a good recipe uh, to maybe not get upset here. What do, what do you think? I agree, and uh, plus the fact that remember we uh, when we were talking last week. I know he'll probably get to start, but uh, well, I mean we'll have to see if he gets to start. But with Zach Wilson out, uh, well, you know Mike Mike White, I think was his name. Mike White if... was indeed named the starting quarterback for this Yikes. weekend. Remember mm-hmm. he uh, he had an okay game, but uh, not anything that wowed you. So I because of that, I think that their offense will continue to really struggle. I think they'll put up more points than the Panthers, <laughs> but. Uh, I, I still think uh, Cincinnati wins this one pretty convincingly. I have the Bengals winning 33-16. to 16. How about you, Parker? Uh, yeah, I also am going to follow the same track as you, Tony. Uh, you know, Jamar Chase is playing on such a level. Uh, so he just looks like a man amongst boys out there. And You know, the New York Jets are in the, the, the early building stages of uh, – of a of a rebuild, so um, mm-hmm. they don't really have a lot of you know wowing part, uh, parts or anything like that. I just think that the Bengals, offensively and defensively, are just a better team. Um, I think that they're going to win thirty-one to thirteen. Nice. Yeah, I I said thirty-four thirteen, so kind of similar there. Um, the Bengals just have a good recipe. Um, Joe Mixon is healthy and playing well. And Burrow to Chase is a elite connection this year. Um, so, yeah, I'm taking the road win for Cincy, 34-13. Uh, and that's going to take us to uh, Indianapolis, where uh, we see these matchups twice a year. Um, I'm not, I don't. I think they did play um, one time this year um, back in Tennessee, uh, the Colts versus the Titans. But uh, this time it's going to be played in uh, Indianapolis. Um, uh, it's basically going to be the tale of two running. Henry versus Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Tony, you think the Colts can maybe muster up a, a gritty win here in the division? I think they have the, a possibility. Um, I actually had my pick being pretty close. Um, let me check real quick. Yeah, we, we did. So uh, their um, Tennessee did uh, eke out a nine-point game uh, in the first time around. But like you said, yeah, this is going to be a great matchup, arguably one of the better wide receiver uh, running back matchups that we'll see here. Jonathan Taylor versus Derrick Henry. Uh, you, you got the superstar kind of right now versus really up and coming, uh, talented running back here in the league. Uh, should be exciting. Um, I have Tennessee winning this one, um, but I think Indianapolis really with the way that they looked, uh, um, they're improving on offense, and we're seeing that their defense is getting better. So I have Tennessee still winning this one, though, 28-24. Uh, to 24. How about you, Parker? Um, let's see. Uh, Titans and Colts. Yeah, that game, I think, I think it's going to be a super, super close game. Uh, Titans, uh, they've been on a, a, a good winning streak lately. Uh, Colts. Uh, they kind of broke out of their shell against uh, Tennessee in a, in a very run-centric game. But um, I think that Derrick Henry is going to continue his terror uh, on the league, and I think he's going to oh, win. They're going to win. Uh, the Titans are going to win 28-26. to Pretty close game. Yeah, yeah I, I'm kind of with you again. I'm saying 28-23, but definitely close. Ooh. Um, I think Tennessee, they get the the road win. It's just Derrick Henry, he's unstoppable at this point. 
no matter who they who, who he plays, even if it's a team that's seen him a bunch. Yeah, they they still can't uh, uh, figure him out. But uh, we'll guess to uh, Houston, where um, you know nothing's really going right for Houston. A lot of players uh, that want out. Um, so they got traded away to the Saints. Uh, so their their pieces are kind of just diminishing. Um, this has Rams blowout all over it, Tony. Uh, <laughs> do you think there's anything else <laughs> that we need to talk about here? No. Uh, but I'll just keep it short. Uh, LA Rams, 38-10. to 10. This is a blowout. <laughs> Park, you got anything? You know, I'm on the same because <laughs> you, Tony. Uh, I think uh, that they're going to absolutely, uh, you know, dismantle this uh, uh, Texans team. Um, they're going to be lucky. Uh, if uh, their quarterback doesn't get sacked, uh, you know, a, a numerous amount of times. But um, yeah, I'm with uh, I'm with you, Tony. I think that that they get uh, 13, uh, 37 to thirteen. Wow, you know, nice. Rams just demolition, demolition rather of the uh, Houston Texans. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the same track as you guys. Thirty four ten, L A. Uh, nothing really to talk about here, to be honest. Um, okay. Maybe we can go a little deeper in this next one. Uh, the Lions uh, at home <laughs> yeah. against um, the Lions still looking for their first win. Kind of talked about it on the last episode. Um, if the Lions are going to win a game, it's either going to be here against the Vikings <laughs> or uh, who knows, maybe Chicago. Knows, but, I mean, okay, well, we'll throw Chicago in there. But um, this week they have a chance against the, an Eagle team that's uh, always <laughs> help uh, from their uh, head coach. So it could be a one and done from. Uh, Nick Sirianni. Well, we'll see. Uh, but we got this matchup here. Tony, you think the Lions can get their first W on the year? I'm calling it. Detroit gets their first okay. win. Dan, Dan Campbell and fight your Fight Champs off defense is going to get the dub here this week. And you know what? Even better, they're going to get it the same score that uh, Baltimore beat them. I think this is going to be kind of an ugly game, to be honest. But I think Detroit wins this. They have things go their way, and they pull off the quote-unquote upset, uh, if you would want to call it that, 19-17. Uh, to 17. How about you, Parker? <laughs> wow, 19-17. to 17. Uh, Very close game. Um, I'm actually going to give them a little bit more credit uh, with the uh, points. I think that it's going to be a decently high-scoring game, but I, th- I think that the, uh, the Eagles are going are gonna to win this game. I think that uh, Detroit is, is having a lot of problems right now, and uh, – I think that that they're going to win a, a close game, 27-26. Uh, maybe a last-second field goal uh, or, or something like that in the works um, in Detroit. Yeah. So, Aram, what do you think? Yeah, I'm uh, – <laughs> Maybe for another week, maybe when they play the Vikings. Um, uh, Philadelphia. Um, Lions you, always stay there. They're always finding ways to kind of blow it at the end there. Yeah. Aram, um, can you say your prediction one more time? Sorry. 36-23. Okay, thank you. Yeah, Philadelphia, I'm going with them uh, on the road. Uh, and another kind of a uh, stinker here. <laughs> we have, um, let's see here, the Atlanta Falcons at home against the Panthers. Um, honestly, Tony, this has the potential Panthers to maybe get out of their little shell that they're in right now, but um, the Falcons are coming off of a, a gutsy road win, if you want to call it, but they kind of almost blew it at the end there in Miami, but uh, they hung on to win. Um, Definitely. Uh, yeah. I think if there's one defense, if there's 
one of the, like a group of teams that has a defense that you can kind of rebound on. I think the Atlanta Falcons are a team and Darnold and that this offense definitely uh, need that. Um, however, I think uh, Mr. Our buddy Cordero Patterson, I think he's going to be scary good if I can put that. Uh, and I, I think Atlanta actually gets, gets the win here. Uh, I, I think Carolina just continues to spiral out of control. Like you talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, so I have, uh, I think Carolina does better offensively, but I have Atlanta winning 28 to 17. How about you, Parker? 28 to 17. We almost have the same score, Tony. Uh, oh I had 27, 17. Goodness. Uh, Falcons winning uh, this game. I, I don't see any improvement on the Panthers side of the ball. Uh, very tense situation in Carolina right now. A lot of things being thrown around. So, Falcons, uh, on the other hand, have been a little trending a little bit upward uh, ever since their little slow start to the season. But um, uh, three and three, a chance to go f- uh, four and three this week, and I think that they do that with a win, twenty-seven to seventeen. Aram, do the Panthers break out of their slump? I, I think they do. I'm going to say they do. There's been a lot of pressure on Carolina, Sam Darnold, uh, Matt Rule, so uh, I think they come out of their shell, and it's. I think it's just more Atlanta kind of. Um, letting teams do this, they they always seem to disappoint when they're on a, a little bit of a streak here. Uh, we we saw them coming in as a an average to below average team, and I think they'll kind of show that this this week at home. I think the Panthers get it done on the road. I don't know how they'll Good. do it. Yeah, I don't know how they'll do it. Uh, PJ Walker will not be playing the game. I think it's going to be Sam Darnold. I think he'll kind of redeem himself a little bit here. Twenty seven twenty Carolina uh, on the road. Um, and- All right. Going to take us to another divisional matchup. Um, wait, this is divisional, correct? Uh, Miami and Buffalo. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we we got uh, two teams here that uh, you know the last time they played it was it was all Buffalo. Close game was earlier in the season, but um, I think maybe Buffalo has a chance to maybe pull away a little larger. Uh, Definitely. Yep. I agree. I. I uh... I'll kind of keep this one short to the Rams. I I have just Buffalo kind of destroying them. Uh, I have Buffalo winning thirty-five to seven. <laughs> How about you, Parker? Yeah, I'm I'm on the same track <laughs> as you. Uh, blowout Buffalo, forty-two to seventeen. Yeah, um, I think is gonna get spooked out of it. <laughs> Seventeen, uh, Buffalo. Uh, and can you say, can you say it one more time? Sorry. Oh. No problem. Uh, 35-17 Miami. I am just kidding. 35-17 Buffalo. (laughs) Uh Okay, I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to move us to the 3 o'clock games now. And we got an interesting one. And I know I want to go over something real quick on this one. Uh, The LA Chargers will be hosting the the Patriots. Um, And last Mm. year, these two teams played. And the Patriots broke the doors off the Chargers, I believe, uh, last year. Uh, when they when they faced That's off, right. so, it was like forty two to zero or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's weird how the Patriots may have the Chargers number, but you know, Tony, this year is a little different. <laughs> I think uh, the Chargers are a little bit more focused. They're a little bit coached. Um, they're they're coached better. They have better better players. A, a more matured quarterback. Um, what do you think is going to happen here? Definitely, I think this is going to be a, a much closer game. I think it's actually going to be a three point game. Uh, but uh, like you said, yeah, the, the progression of this Chargers team from last year to this year is completely different. Um, we're actually talking about them being a, a top team. And, and with the Patriots, they've kind of, um, I, I wouldn't say 
definitely not fallen off, but they, they've been through their share of struggles. Uh, great performance coming off of uh, last week for New England, but um, that was the Jets, and they're, they're in shambles too. So um, I think this is going to be a good game. Uh, I think Herbert has a, a clutch drive at the end, and I think uh, the Chargers win this one 24-21 to over New England. How about you, Parker? Yeah, um, I'm going to actually – uh, I think I'm gonna go with the upset um on this one, you guys. Wow. Um, now, now hear me out. Hear me out. Now, Mac Jones. Now, now, I'm just gonna read some 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 stats for you guys. Okay, yeah, let's hear Mac it. Jones on the season. 174 of 247, hundred were sorry, 1,779 passing yards, nine touchdowns, six picks, 92.8 rating. As a rookie, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we all think that Justin Herbert is going to be the MVP of the league, right? Or, you know, pretty high up there. Mm-hmm. 161 out of 246. So, one less, one less pass, but 13 less completions. 1,771 passing yards. Eight less than Mac Jones. He does have 14 touchdowns and four interceptions. You know, compared to uh, you know Max nine and six, but his rating is ninety eight point eight, which is better. But just hearing those stats, um, what do you guys think of 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 Mac Jones's play? Uh, you know, keeping up with very high profile quarterbacks uh, this far into his uh, career. He's in a good system. I think if Herbert was in that system, I think he would have better numbers. <laughs> I think. Mac Jones kind of fits perfectly though in in their system over there, and it's kind of getting proven here. So, Tony, definitely, I, I agree with Ram. It's all about the scheme and kind of the play uh, style. He's he's really uh, they've really incorporated him well with uh, getting the balls out from the backfield. You know, utilizing the running backs underneath, getting yards. Uh, they had a lot of beautiful uh, underneath routes and running plays. Uh, against the Jets, I, I kind of gushed over some of those highlights during that game because they were just – it was so smart and so – just really smart. Um, so, yeah, I I think it's all about the system. But, yeah, it's uh, – they're both really great quarterbacks. I think. Let's see. So, yeah, that's going to take me uh, – take us to my prediction, which is 27 to 23, the Patriots get the road upset. Um, wow. In, in, L.A. over the Chargers, uh, a close game. I think New England likes playing the Chargers, like you guys said, um, mm-hmm. or like Aram said anyway. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going with my uh, my upset of the week here with the uh, Patriots over the Chargers. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's honestly, Parker, that's a good pick. Um, but I, I, for me, I kind of want to stick to what's been going on, and I hope you know the Chargers don't get upset here because they'll just raise a bunch of questions uh, again. Um, it just takes me back to that Ravens game, you know, the whopping six yeah. points against the Ravens uh, in, a, in a tough game against the running team, which the Patriots don't care, uh, you know, if they beat you by 54 or beat you by uh, one, you know, they'll, they'll beat you. They'll, they'll take their, their wins. So, yeah, they're, they're well coached for sure. Um, and they'll, I think it'll be the Chargers. Hopefully, to 28-24, but I I look forward to that one. And uh, Parker can get that upset pick correct. But, uh, yeah, that's going to move us on to Seattle, where um, we have two bottom-tier teams, record-wise bottom-tier teams. (laughs) Um, 
Uh, yeah, Seattle at home uh, against the Jaguars. You know, honestly, it should be a, a an interesting matchup, honestly, Tony. Um, you, you think Seattle can maybe muster up a win? They're going to need to muster up some wins here uh, to at least be competitive once Russell comes back here. Agreed. They're going to – here, I'll, I got a little pun for you. They're going to have to muster up a win so they can catch up to the uh, mm. other people in their league <laughs> in their division. That's a spooky Anyways. joke. Thank you. Uh, I think this is going to be an ugly game. I think it's going to be low scoring. I think it's going to be kind of boring. But I think Seattle pulls uh, out a a rough uh, seventeen to thirteen victory over Trevor Lawrence and the disgruntled Jaguars. Uh, Parker, you got anything on this one? Um, yeah, I'm going to be on your side with this one. Uh, Seattle playing uh, two tough teams the past two weeks, and you know, kind of staying close with those teams. Um, I yeah. think that that they're going to. They're going to look a little bit better against a, a very, you know, poorly coached and poorly built Jaguars team. Uh, Twenty-six to seventeen, uh, Seahawks are going to win. Yeah, I think this is going to be a fun game. I think Jacksonville goes up, <laughs> and then it's going to be the Seattle Seahawks coming back. I'm taking <sighs> Seattle thirty-eight thirty-five on a in a shootout. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's going to move us on to kind of a more interesting matchup, guys. Uh, we have the Saints 4-2 at home against the Buccaneers. Uh, these mm. matchups are always fun. Um, unfortunately, it's... James Winston and Alvin Kamara versus... Well, um, you know, I, I think... A good uh, scheme, um, hopefully, for the Buccaneers. But, Tony, do you think that's going to be enough for the Saints to pull off a home win here? I'm sure the crowd will be really, really loud here in New Orleans. Agreed. Uh, this will be, like you said, a, a three o'clock uh, slot, so they'll definitely have their nice, uh, their nice crowd there for the uh, for this matchup. However, I still think um, I I don't know. It's just that that Saints offense, even though they got Kamara, like they just they don't do they haven't done enough, and I feel like they haven't been as consistent as they need to be. Um, they won last week or this past Monday with 13 points. Um, a lot of credit to their defense, but, uh, yeah, you're not going to win a lot of games when you only score 13 points. Um, I have, uh, so I have Tampa Bay winning one. I think Tampa or, uh, New Orleans will keep it close with how dynamic kind of Kamara is. And I think he'll definitely get his yards, but, uh, I have Tampa Bay winning 28 to 23, um, to get to, um, seven and one. Uh, Parker, you got anyone, anything on this? Yeah, um, this game, uh, you, you know, last year when you when you looked at it, like uh, like Tony said, Drew Brees, uh, Tom Brady, but um, during the regular season, the Buccaneers actually lost both games to the Saints uh, mm-hmm. at at home and on the road. So um, um, I'm gonna actually go with the opposite trend season, and uh, I think that the Buccaneers are gonna win both of these games. Um, uh, this season, but this game in particular, I think that they're going to win thirty-one to seventeen, coming off their, you know, absolute routing of the Bears last week. And so, Aram, yeah, I'm kind of there with you here. Uh, Twenty-seven, twenty-four, Tampa Bay. Um, you know, the last time Brady was in this, he kind of just came up with a playoff win out of, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. <laughs> It, his legacy kind of just speaks for itself here. Um, and I think it's going to kind of just get proven here again uh, on the road. Uh, I think this is the second game in New Orleans um, this year. So uh, I'm sure the crowd is going to be crazy nuts. But uh, I think Tampa Bay comes up with a win 27-24. Um, and, yeah, that's going to 
Let's get a move us on here to uh, Denver, where we got the two mediocre teams going at it. Um, we got <laughs> yeah. the Broncos and the Washington football team. Um, Denver coming off four straight losses. Uh, they have to get a win sometime. Tony, you think it's going to be um, this Sunday? I don't. Um, I, I this this matchup reminds me a lot of last Thursday's matchup with Denver and Cleveland. I think just two kind of mad teams, but. Um, I think uh, Heineke, I, I like what he's been doing the last few games. Obviously, last week he um, looked pretty subpar after that really solid first drive against the Packers. But I think they do a little bit more. But again, similar to uh, that Denver-Cleveland game, I, I think this is a close one, uh, low scoring. And I think Washington ekes out a 17-10 to 10 victory. Yeah. Talks, Parker? Yeah, my mom. I'm on the same track as you. Um, once again, Tony. Uh, it's it's just kind of a weird game. Uh, we thought Washington would be a little bit better this year. Uh, you know, based off of their playoff game against the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but they have not really lived up to the hype. The defense hasn't really lived up to the hype much. Um, I think that this game is going to be super close. Uh, 24-21. Washington does get uh, the road upset over the Broncos. Uh, I think the Broncos. I mean, these are two average teams, so <laughs> I, I think twenty one twenty. Uh, sorry, twenty one seventeen. Uh, Denver. Um, and if you look at it as well, Washington, they've lost three straight games. So I mean, it can't get any worse from these <laughs> no. teams. Yeah. Um, it, it's just going to be a grinding game. Uh, this this Sunday with these two teams, twenty one seventeen Denver uh, home win, and uh, and that's gonna. Uh, move us on to Sunday night. Um, it's going to be a spooktacular uh, U.S. Bank uh, Stadium. Hopefully, looks kind of, kind of, you know, decked out in Halloween stuff. Everyone with their costumes. Uh, Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth, and the uh, <laughs> costumes. Hopefully, uh, as well. Um, I, you know, I think it's going to be the other way around. I think uh, <laughs> Dallas is going to spook Minnesota out of their own stadium. But um, I'll let you guys know what I think about it. Uh, Tony, go ahead. Definitely, I would love to see either Al Michaels or Chris Collinsworth wearing one of like those Halloween themed pair of glasses. I think that would be mm-hmm. hilarious. But, uh, anyways, yeah, onto the more important stuff. Uh, yeah, I think um, this is actually going to be a really great game. I feel like um, I think it's going to be back and forth. Uh, I just feel like Dallas just has a couple, a few more uh, weapons, and their offense just is really clicking. Um, and I think they get a couple plays at the end, and they win thirty-one to twenty-eight. Um, how about you, Parker? Um, I'm going to – you said uh, Dallas wins, Tony? That's correct. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be on your uh, side as well. Or I think all of us probably are going Dallas uh, this week. Dallas, uh, they, they look just like a very hungry team sitting at 5-1 and one, uh, this season. Uh, Dak, Dak Prescott has been absolutely balling out. Uh, I would say comeback player of the year. Uh, give it to him I'm already – uh, he's been absolutely killing it. The wide receiver, CeeDee Lamb, has gotten a lot better uh, from last season, uh, catching overtime game-winning touchdown passes. Um, Amari Cooper, uh, a, a beast of a player. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Zeke starting to get his, his bearings under him. And the Vikings, they're, you know, coming off a bye. They're not necessarily a bad offense. So I just think that their defense will not be able to stand with the, uh, the, explos- the explosive players in the, Cow- the Cowboys' offense. Aram, uh, you want to give us some insight on your uh, on your team? Sure. You you have a score in mind, prediction wise? Oh, sorry. Uh, thirty three to twenty six. 
Okay, yeah, I'm I, I'm kind of going 31-24 Dallas. Uh, and just a couple things. I think it's more uh, – first, Kellen Moore has done such a good job with that Cowboys offense. Um, they look so – you know, they, they don't look flashy. It's just they, they use their players, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, Zeke, Dalton Schultz, and – and uh, mm-hmm. they have a really good offensive line, and it's really, really tough, tough for opposing teams to beat. And honestly, they were a couple of plays away in Week One to beating Tampa Bay, uh, if we think about it here, and they could have been True. undefeated. So, I mean, well, while I think the Vikings aren't, you know, a train wreck yet, um, <laughs> I, I don't think it, it's kind of been proven over the last few years need to come up clutch at the end of the game and it's kind of been shown this year they haven't been able to step up they let come down um beat them at the goal line um just before the bye we saw carolina back up goal line and they come all the way back so you know the vikings can play well um towards the fourth quarter but i think at the end of the day when dallas has a chance to win the game i think they will and yeah yeah, i'm taking dallas 31 24 uh Pull off a home upset, but uh, just going based <laughs> off of what I've seen, I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, should be fun to see U.S. Bank. Uh, I don't think the Vikings have gotten a primetime U.S. Bank game for the since I think 2019. So it should be fun, at least to watch um, <laughs> yeah. the beginning of the game. But I think there is kind of sad at the end. But it'll, we'll see. You, it'll it'll give you the EBGBs. Um, EBGBs. Yeah. Yes. They're the frights. Uh, I'm sorry, Rom. No, it's, <laughs> it's all good. Um, should be fun to watch, though. So 31-24 Dallas. But uh, speaking of the heebie-jeebies, I'm sure uh, Kansas City um, fans will get those if they don't pull off the, the win against the Giants. It's going to be uh, Kansas City and New York um, battling it out on Monday Night Football in Kansas City. And, Tony, you got to think. I mean, um, let's see. The record's... Uh, Three and four for Kansas City and two and two and five for five. Uh, Giants. Um, I mean, if you're Kansas City, this is a must, must win. Even if you're, three, you have to win this game just to get the confidence back. Agreed. I feel like if the Chiefs lose this game, I, I, I honestly, I wouldn't even know what to say if I'm being honest with you. I, the Chiefs should win this game in their sleep, in my opinion. I have no idea. How the Giants, if they win this game, like I said, I I think all hell would break loose because good lord. Um, and with that, I'll just keep it kind of close. I, I or keep it simple. I think uh, Kansas City has a bounce back game. I think they finally kind of get some things back, and I think they win pretty convincingly, thirty five to ten. How about you, Parker? Okay, um, you know I think that this game is going to be a bit, little bit closer than what we would think. Uh, Giants coming off a, a win against the Panthers. Uh, I think that, that it's going to be a, a rather close game. 26-20, to 20, the Chiefs are going to win. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the Giants have been looking a little bit better each week. Uh, their, their defense is playing uh, decently solid. But I think uh, Kansas City just, you know, they, they just have a little bit, a little bit high, higher-powered offense. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously not this past weekend, but uh, yeah. just in, uh, in uh, general. Yeah. Aram? You uh, got anything to finish off the uh, Halloween uh, NFL uh, week? Um, honestly, I th- I, I'm kind of with you there, Parker. I think it's going to be close. 
And if we if we remember, the Giants pulled an uh, an away a road upset against the the uh, the Saints. So I mean, they they've done True. it. They are yeah. they are such a weird team where they'll um, play the weirdest game at home against Carolina, lose a bunch of games, especially earlier in the year, and then they'll have a few upsets here and there. I think they'll 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 play it really close with Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City has allowed teams to do that. I, I actually looked at the defensive stats for Kansas City, and they're at the 31st and almost every defensive category yeah. when it comes to yeah. allowed uh, yards allowed in the air yards allowed on the, on the ground. You know, it's there's a lot of problems with Kansas city's offense, but the main problem right now is their defense and they can't stop a soul. And, um, you know, lucky that uh, Saquon Barkley isn't in there because it could be a different story, maybe an upset, but just with, uh, without, uh, I'm going to say 31, 28, Wow. Yeah. You're sent home. Uh, uh, and company that's booked away from Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's going to close the door, uh, guys, on uh, this week here. Should be uh, a fun week with uh, Halloween and that kind of fun. Um, so now what we'll do – yeah, what we'll do is – I'll start with you. Um, we'll, we'll give our power rankings. We'll just go from five to one. Uh, or from one to five, and just let us know who you think the top top five teams are, in your mm-hmm. opinion. Definitely. Me or Tony? Tony. The Tony's going to oh, go first. Sure. Okay. The, the tone, man. The tone look. <laughs> okay. So, number five, I have Dallas. Okay. Uh, number four, I have the Los Angeles Rams. I just think that they have a couple Stafford. Uh, number three, I have Green Bay. I just I think as long as you got Aaron Rodgers, you always have a chance at doing some great things. Uh, number two, I have Tampa Bay. Tom Brady, that offense looks fantastic. And uh, number one, no shocker, uh, Arizona is my number one power ranking team. Shoot, How Arizona. About you, Parker? Um, Did you forget about that? <laughs> I did forget about oh, that. Oh lord! Yay. <laughs> Here, let me. Uh, let me. Rob, do you have yours down already? Yeah, I would, love, I, I would love for you to go. I would okay. love for you to go. Will I, re- I rework this here? Sure, 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 sure. Tony, I'm kind of going with what you were saying. I'm going to go um, fifth, Dallas, um, fourth, L.A., third, Green Bay, Arizona, and first, Tampa Bay. Yeah. I, I got to give respect to the defending champions. I feel you. And I feel you. the Arizona Cardinals lost by it, or they won by a field goal against Minnesota. So True. put my notebook down, Tampa Bay, number one. Wow. You know, Aram, I actually just wrote that down as well. I, uh, wow. I had Tampa Bay on top. Uh, and I, I also, you know, I just completely agree with that, that whole thing. I think, you know, L.A., Dallas, Green Bay, Arizona, Tampa Bay, is, it's, it's very hard to uh, go against those, those teams. Uh, and there's, there's, I mean, you know, Buffalo, you could say, is an honorable mention. Cincinnati, mm-hmm. honorable mention. Uh, Tennessee honorable honorable mention. Uh, what do you guys think about the Chargers? Are they an honorable mention or no? They they kind of showed their true colors, but uh, if they can win this week, they'll be back in that conversation. But if they Agreed. lose, oh man, it's gonna get bad from there. Yeah. So Point three for sure. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, also Baltimore are they are they in the top ten anymore, or have they gotten booted out of the top ten? Or are they in the top ten? I don't Baltimore, I, I think they are still in there, just with Lamar yeah. Jackson. 
that that's it. Yeah. If it wasn't for Lamar Jackson, they wouldn't be close. Right, right. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, well, that's uh, a, a very fun, uh, you know, uh, uh, topic that uh, we'll, we'll probably be, be bringing back from week to week. So uh, definitely mm-hmm. uh, gonna gonna be ro- a roller coaster <laughs> finish to the season. So mm-hmm. yeah, Arrow. well. Yeah, guys, that's that's gonna do it. Um, what episode is this? I, I... fifteen or fourteen? Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, this is the fifteenth episode. Nice. Um, and this is your Halloween special. Halloween um, special. Yeah. So everybody, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, enjoy your Halloween. And Tony, any final words? Just looking forward to another great weekend. Have a safe uh, Halloween. Have fun. Go get some candy or hang out with people. Dress up. Some awesome stuff. Yeah. It's- Enjoy your, enjoy your weekend. Uh, Rob, would you care to share your Halloween costume uh, for this weekend? Oh, um, we are going to go with um, the Joker and Harley Quinn. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I'm going like, yeah, to get, get makeup. I'm going to get a bunch of makeup on my, <laughs> on my face done and we'll. I like that. That's- um, and I'll show you guys the results. Uh, how awesome. about you, Parker? Uh, you know, me and my girlfriend are gonna go as uh, Spider. I'm gonna go as Spider Man, and she's gonna go as Spider Gwen from the uh, okay. the animated movie. So, um, you know, we'll 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 probably take a picture. Of, you know, we'll we'll show you. But definitely uh, excited uh, for the weekend for sure. Mm-hmm. A spooky day of football. Hopefully, I don't get the spooks uh, too much watching it, uh, watching my team lose again. But uh, should be a good week, and uh, on to uh, uh, a shorter NFL season now. Week eight, uh, almost the middle of the season. So, right, that's the spookiest part of all. I don't I want know. It to get to the end. I know. I don't <laughs> want it to end. Yeah. Right, and Tony, real quick, are you able to work? Are you able to work with a costume? Because that would be bad. Bad A, if I if I, I say so myself. I think we can, uh, but I haven't come up with an idea yet. I need to come up with something quick here. I, okay, I don't well, know what though. I'll let you guys yeah, know. Yeah, we'll, we'll 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 check in on you next uh, on the next episode. But uh, <laughs> All right. yeah, that's that, that's been the fifteenth edition of a Yeah Guys podcast. Thank you very much <laughs> for thank you very much for listening. Um, I was your host Aram, and I was joined with two of my Halloweeners, uh, Parker nice. and Tony. <laughs> You're in your uh, puns, love it. And we will <laughs> we will talk to you guys on the next episode. Bye-bye. Right. Bye bye. Bye. Take care. Ooh.